Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. with you folks this morning. It's hard to believe we're on Psalm 91 with me as always. Uh, her biblical name, Stephanie Aya, Stephanie Wesco is with <laughs> us. And so just coming right out of the shoe, Psalm 91 is a tough one for Stephanie. I'm going to be up front with you. There's some things that went on. She was memorizing Psalm 91 when her, uh, uh, her and her sweet husband and son Charles went on that fateful trip where Charles lost his life and, and, uh, the missionary martyr hero of our generation. But uh, so, Stephanie, catch us up on this Tuesday morning. What's going on? Well, Doug, we are um, enjoying the weather has been warmer a little bit today. It's 45, but the sun is shining. So it, it feels great. Um, so, yeah, we're enjoying the weather. The tu- My tulips are blooming. I love that. Um, we're having um, Joseph's birthday is this coming week. And um, not all of his friends that he wanted to come could come next week. So we're having a party with some of them tonight, the Hicks. So that ought to be a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm, wow. I'm doing podcasts in between making food and interviewing and <laughs> laundry, wow. all those fun things. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot going on with Stephanie, as usual. And uh, but it's great to have her with us. So we have this segment. We either do, you might be a knucklehead if, or we do, we, we went positive. Some of you folks have heard the positive side of that is, you might be right with God if. And so I'm going to do that today. You might be right with God if. So this still is part of the knucklehead moment, but we've changed it around a little bit for today anyway. We go back and forth. We have that prerogative. But you might be right with God if you studied your Bible today. And uh, here you are on this podcast and Make sure you listen to God's word. Make sure you're kind to each other. And uh, mm. kindness matters. I, I don't know about you, Stephanie, but mean people, I don't get along with mean people or mean dogs. You know, I really don't. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah, not, me I, I'm just not digging that. You know, I like nice. I like people getting along. You know what I'm saying? I, I was yeah. out. So I was out walking this morning, and this dog came bolting across the lawn. It's never outside. I hadn't seen it. And I looked at him and went, shut up. <laughs> and he, he peed all the way back to the house. I'm glad. It looked like a pit bull or something, man. That was just, that was a, yeah. So it was a fountain of, of yellow craziness going on there. Oh, TMI. But I got rid of him. So here we are in Psalm 91. So the backstory, the, the, there is a backstory on this. So tell us the backstory, Stephanie. I guess you're memorizing Psalm 91 in October of uh, 2018. Is that what's going on? So, yeah, as we prepared to go to Cameroon, the Lord really impressed the psalm on my heart and on my mind. And um, going to Cameroon, it was something between me and God. It wasn't something I had really talked to Charles about or anything, but I had just started really meditating on it and memorizing the verses. And I had read it 
you know, hundreds of times. So some of the verses were already memorized. Um, so I was working through the Psalm that October and, um, on that trip to, to Bemenda, um, where Charles was shot, um, part, just a few minutes into that trip, um, when we, after we had left our house, God impressed this Psalm, it just impressed on me to begin quoting the Psalm. And looking back, I, I think there was a real sense of God was in that car with us before that, those bullets hit. And I don't, I know he's always with us, but, um, the way he had strongly impressed the Psalm on me that I was quoting it quietly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, so I literally what's going on that day is, is Stephanie's quoting Psalm 91 when the accident happened. So knowing that we're going to have, we're going to be talking about a whole lot of stuff's going on. And I'll tell you folks, uh, you might rewrite with God if you're quoting verses, uh, every day and, I'm glad she was quoting these verses. So, Stephanie, if you're up to it, yeah, we're going to go ahead and have you read uh, 1 through 8, Psalm 91, verses 1 through 8. All right. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold, and see the reward of the wicked. Wow. And there's a lot going on there in uh, verses 1 through 8. And, you know, again, many people believe that the psalmist or the writer of this particular one was Moses as well. It's one of the oldest psalms as well, as with Psalm number 90. And... uh, you know, right out of the chute, Stephanie, in that first verse, he says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So what does that mean, to dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High? What does that mean? Wow. Um, it's funny we were talking, going through this psalm today, because the kids and I were just, um, I've started having the kids memorize. We're memorizing the psalm as a family in family devotions. And we just, we just started. So we're just finishing verse two yesterday. And I was thinking about this last night, the whole concept of what's, what's the secret place. And quite honestly, when I think of a secret place now, I think of that one-on-one time with God when it's him and me and there's nobody else. And, um, the secret place is something that's supernatural. It's not something that we can make up. But when it's when we get alone with God in prayer, in talking to Him, that's abiding in His presence. Yeah, that's when we come before in New Testament terms. When we come before the throne of grace to find help in time of need, it's um, it's the times you know Paul and Silas in the in the Philippian jail in stocks singing. 
that was their secret place. It's the place where Jesus talked about, you know, not praying in the open synagogue to be heard of men, but go to your room and close the door. And the fa- your father, which heareth in secret, shall reward thee openly. I think that's the secret place. Yeah, I agree. I, and, uh, you know, it, there's great news. Uh, the great news is the secret place is your secret place where you get under the wing of the Lord. And you'll see that just like Stephanie saying the secret place, really, it can be inside of a car somewhere by yourself. It can be in your, your bedroom, your closet, your prayer closet. A lot of people have a, a closet at home that they hide themselves in just to pray and talk to God. You know, you don't need a lot of light mm-hmm. to go in there and pray. You just need a secret place or uh, just to dwell there shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And, I mean, if you're going to abide anywhere, it might as well be under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Now, this is one of these verses that kind of transcends things in my mind, Stephanie. This is one of these verses that says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. And, you know, we look for refuge everywhere in this world. And, yeah. and, and admittedly, you can find some refuge in your parents' house or your, uh, in your house or different things like that. And, and we've talked about that. But he's reminding us that our real refuge, our real fortress, uh, is in him. It's in God. And uh, I, I think that that became sight to you on, on October 30th, 2018, uh, finding that refuge, having that fortress. And, and uh, I, I guess, Stephanie, how do you know you're there? How do you know that I'm in this refuge, I'm in his fortress, I have to escape this country. I have the kids. I, I have to take care of funeral arrangements. I, I have to get Charles' body back home. I know that Charles is in heaven. How do you feel in that uh, refuge and fortress? How, what's that like when all I this is going on? It's by faith. Um, I don't think, I'm not sure my flesh ever felt like I was in, I know my flesh never felt like I was in a refuge during that time frame. Yeah. Um, but I know that God took away the level of fear. And I know, I know you deal with shock. I know you deal with adrenaline and I definitely know I was dealing with those things. Yeah. Um, and you're just doing what you have to do. But looking back, I think it was God's word. I think it was the fact that, you can't, if you don't prepare ahead, and I'm not trying to say I was prepared ahead, but um, in, a, in a spiritual sense where that having God's word hidden in my heart ahead of time yeah. made all the difference in the world um, because his word became my refuge. Those verses that flooded, verses that I didn't even know I knew. Um, there was there was a whole passage of Psalm 18 that um Later, the kids and I were talking, and they told me, and I'm like, I didn't know that passage. I don't have that passage memorized. And it was God's word. It is alive. And I, during those few days, um, the day Charles was killed and those couple of days after, his word was alive in a way I can't explain. Um, but I think that's his word is our refuge, and it's by faith. You may not feel your emotions may never may never agree that you're in a refuge. It's his word. It's that rock that's that's supernatural that can't be explained. Yeah. And and I think, you know, hiding in Psalm eighteen, hiding in that rock and then 
you know, finishing that up, let the words of thy mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength. And, and, and you know, going through this, and I, I think, folks, we need to understand, you know, here's, here's the thing in my life. I was born and raised in uh, uh, rituals. I was born and raised in not a lot of realness. You know, there wasn't a lot, it was religion. Mm-hmm. It was, it wasn't a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so for me, when I saw things, it's, it's hard for me to understand something that's not tangible and concrete in my life. Well, I'm here to tell you that Psalm 91, uh, verse number two is concrete. Even though you don't see it, that refuge is as real as a, a, a bomb shelter here in Greenville, South Carolina, where I'm recording this morning. Um, it's real. God's, you know, he's your refuge, he's your strength, and, and, and like Stephanie's saying, it's an attitude, it's about being there, it's about the place I'm at, and then surely in verse number three, Stephanie, it says, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings thou uh, shall thou trust, his truth shall be the Thy shield and buckler. So a couple things going on in those two verses that, you know, the the psalmist, who we believe is Moses, saying he's going to deliver us. You know, he's going to get us out of the snare. You, you know, we're getting rid of this noise that's going on, this noisome pestilence. We're, we're putting that aside. But in something that you're very familiar with, you talk a lot. We Didn't we write a song about Psalm number 91? Or there's some, we allude to it in a couple places in our songs. I think so. Yeah, I think we did. And then, uh, uh, but it's talking about being covered by his wings. And, I, and I'm thinking, Stephanie, you know, a bird, an eagle or whatever, she covers her young up, uh, her babes, her eaglets with her wings. And they feel mm-hmm. protected. They're protected from the sun. They're protected from, you know, other eagles. And hawks can't go that high. Those nests are too high for hawks. Hawks, hawks don't mess with eagles. Eagles can whip them. You know, a hawk yeah. can chase after an eagle. An eagle doesn't even fight the hawk. You know what an eagle does? An eagle just keeps on going. An eagle just keeps on going higher, and, and eventually the hawk's going to die and fall down and run out of oxygen. The hawk can't go as high as an eagle. And uh, I guess if uh, what the analogy that I'm trying to make or what I'm covering is I want to be covered with feathers. Nobody can go as high as God. We're on the high road. We're in the most high place because we're with the most high God has nothing to do with us. We just decide to step out and say, you know, God, we need this. We've been through junk. We've been through stuff in our life that doesn't make sense to us. We need you. We need to get through this. It's time. And uh, I think that's what I'm seeing here, Stephanie. And it's going, he shall cover thee with thy feathers. And I, and I mean, am I hitting this right? Is that how you're seeing this verse here for? Yeah, I think there's a sense in which you have that uh, mother hen principle yeah, uh, that's what I always see. Um, I remember, a, uh, I think it was a Your Story Hour story I listened to growing up, and it was about a family, and and there was it was set I think in pioneer days. Anyway, there was a fire, and um, they didn't know what happened. They they couldn't find the chickens, and after the fire was over, and and they went into the ashes of the barn, and they found you know, this mother hen, what was left of her. And, um, she had been killed. Um, but her feathers, her wings had protected. She had gathered all of her chicks under her and they were all perfectly okay. And I never forgot that image in the sense of 
the Lord is there to hide us under him like that, to protect us. And um, it's, it's supernatural, just like, um, um, you know, there's some that I'm sure there's soldiers that have the same kind of stories, but when there's no explanation for why you're alive, when there's no explanation for why bullets that should have hit you didn't. Yeah. And, and explain that. E- explain, and I know we've talked about this in the book of Job. I know we talked about this in Philippians. You know, it's it's hard to imagine, Stephanie, but we're like uh, uh, 14 going on 15 months into podcasting. So we, we've been doing this for a while. We've covered some things during that time. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it is crazy. But uh, uh, explain. So just, just so you folks know, Stephanie... Uh, is sitting right behind her sweet husband who's in the passenger side. There's a missionary who's driving the vehicle. And next to Stephanie in the back seat is Charles Jr., Charles' son, and uh, Stephanie's second oldest child and second oldest son. And they're cruising down the road, and, and you're, shot, you're shot at. And uh, now how many times did you hear that rifle go off? Twice. So they were shot with, I guess, what would you say, uh, Bird shot or buckshot? It w- yeah, it was buckshot, and it was um, very close range. So it was very close range. So bullets. So, folks, when she talks about being protected, when she talks about what's going on, they literally, by the time the day finally started slowing down a little bit and they, uh, Charles had went off to heaven, they found out Stephanie physically was okay. Um, the other end, finally, you look at the car, you take some breaths, and now, what were you saying? There were bullet holes all around the car? Yeah, there was um, all of the seats had bullet holes in them. Um, none of us should have walked away untouched. Um, yeah. We all should have been severely wounded, if not killed. And my son, Charles, should have been killed. There was absolutely, next to his dad, he took the next largest volley. And there was no holes. I mean, he was he was untouched. Yeah, yeah. So you can you, you can begin to imagine that uh, you got to look at that and say, "Man, I'm under the wings of the Most High God. That God has decided on this day." And and we have no idea why God picked Charles. Uh, we have no idea why He brought Charles home. We know Charles was a good man, was a good husband, good father. Uh, but we're very thankful that the other three people in the car lived. And uh, folks, I mean. There's no randomness. There was no surprise that day for God. And uh, there was no surprise. There was, you know, not, none of the actions that happened in that, that Jeep uh, surprises anybody, and uh, uh, especially God. And, uh, well, I guess it surprised. I'm wrong that way. It, surprised, it doesn't surprise anyone in heaven. Certainly surprised Stephanie and Charles and Charles Jr. and the missionary who was driving the car. But, but Stephanie, you walk away from this accident and, uh, you know, and then we start doing things with PTSD. And I want to give you this last minute to talk about this. But and we start going through things. And we realize that God knows the before and after times of our habitation. So God knew he was calling Charles home on that day. And, and that's kind of helpful. But, I mean, what do you walk away with? And we, I know we only got through the first four verses of 91, but I think that's a victory. I think that's great. Uh, but what do you walk away with those four, first four verses that you could give us Uh, those of us with hurting hearts and stuff, and say, trust this, Uh, this is what I'm seeing? Well, I think we have to go to the end of Psalm 91 for that. (laughs) Um, When I read the end of Psalm 91, I'm reminded 
that the most important thing we can do is set our love on Jesus, put our trust in him because there's the ultimate promise. Yeah. In verse 16, with long life, will I satisfy him? Mm. And whether that's here or in heaven, if we've set our love on Jesus Christ, yeah, that's a promise we can cling to. And folks, it, it, it just... It just doesn't matter what you've been through today. It doesn't matter, and it does matter. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't matter with your relationship with God. We've got to be close to God. We've got to put ourselves under the wings. We, we've got to live in Psalm number 91. We have to take this day, as we talked about in Psalm 90 on Monday yesterday, and uh, we need to take this day and get whatever mercy and grace we can, and we need to start serving God now because I, I'm here to tell you that Charles Wesco did not wake up on October 30th and uh, go with his sweet wife, son, and friend in that car and think his day was going to be over. So get in that secret place. So, uh, you know, dwell there. Listen, we know we got to run. We're going to keep on covering Psalm 91. You don't want to miss it. We do love you folks. If there's anything we can do to help you, please let us know. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.